0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus, The more we desire Him, the less we desire the things of this world and the easier it is to simplify our lives. So before we get started, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian publisher of homeschool curriculum. They have great resources for the homeschooling family. Please visit them at www.apologia.com. Right now, if you're a homeschooler, you can find all sorts of great deals on their amazing curriculum. We are using their science curriculum for high school this year. We're using the Health and Nutrition, brand new curriculum for high schoolers this year, so go check them out. So today on this podcast, I wanted to talk about clutter and having less clutter and more joy. Who wants more joy, right? Raise your hand. Everyone does. But you know what? We're going to talk about where our joy really comes from and how getting rid of the things that are kind of distracting us from what matters most can be inhibiting our joy. So we're going to talk about that before uh, we dive into it. Guess what? I am recording literally the night before this is set to air. Tomorrow is Friday. Today is Thursday night. I have had a uh, busy week trying to get back into the swing of things. As you know, if you are following along on my Instagram and a little bit over there on my Facebook, we were on vacation last week we took a big family vacation to disney world <laughs> and disney world is anything but simple so you're going to hear me talk about that a little bit today too but you know normally i rep- record the co- ugh, record the podcast Earlier in the week, and here it is Thursday night, and this is set to go live in the morning. So I'm trying to get it done. Uh, we had a great vacation, as I said. Disney World is anything but simple, so it's kind of funny to think of me, the simple girl, going on this uh, vacation that is kind of busy and crowded and stuff overload. Uh, so you're going to hear me talk about that in this episode as well, but. This was our eighth traveling trip. Okay, so seven of them were speaking trips, and we were done with that last month, and I felt like a big sigh of relief. Oh, we're done with, you know, speaking trips, and the next one's going to be fun. I thought it won't be as, as tiring on me kind of mentally, but what I realized was any trip with a large family uh, is draining you know? So even though this one was for fun and not that the speaking ones aren't fun, they are, but of course my mentality going into those is always a lot different. Um, but this one required us getting up at 3 a.m. to get our flight out of New Jersey. And, uh, we went with my mother-in-law, which was amazing. So amazing. And, um, it was just such great memories. Um, but we had to leave at 3 a.m. or be up at 3 a.m. from our house to get down to her home, which is about an hour away, to then go to the airport, which is about a half an hour away. And so we left super-duper early because we didn't really know how long it was going to take. You know, you never know with traffic, even though, you know, at 6 a.m., there shouldn't be much. <laughs> but we, um, we got out there, Bright and early. And, you know, if you've gone to Disney before, it's not a restful vacation. You're out like from morning till night. And so we were tired. Um, The one day we walked 10 miles, according to Steve's phone. Um, So, you know, just that part of it. And then coming home, we had to take a bus. If you've ever been to Disney and stayed on the resorts, they have the Magical Express. We call it the Magic Bus. So the Magic Bus was set to pick us up at 3.55 a.m. We had a 6.55 a.m. flight out of Orlando. And so it was set to pick us up at 3.55 and they say to be there 15 minutes early. So in Dubuque's fashion, if you don't know, we're always early for everything anyway. So if they say 15 minutes early, we're going to make it 25 minutes early. So we were out at our bus stop, you know, by like 3.25 Um, and so the night before we were in the magic kingdom and we were there kind of late and we came back to the hotel and I didn't get into bed till about 1115, set my alarm for 3am, fell asleep and woke up and I thought, Oh, it must be time to get up. It was 1220. I had literally slept like an hour and five minutes and you know how the story goes once you're up. You can't fall back asleep. And then I'm so afraid that I'm going to oversleep. And so there I was in the hotel room just waiting for 3 a.m. So I had like literally an hour of sleep. And uh, that's okay. You get like, you know, on this kind of adrenaline and you think once I get home, I'll go to sleep. And that's exactly what I did. We came home, dropped off my mother-in-law, drove back home to Love's Farm, which was wonderful to come back home. And I literally went straight to bed for a few hours. Um, But it was a wonderful trip. But yes, you'll hear a little bit more about that in this episode as we talk about less clutter and more joy. And I always talk about simplifying and about clutter and, you know, we're going to talk about physical clutter and mental clutter and getting rid of those things that can hinder us from our joy. And where does our joy come from? Our joy as Christians comes from the Lord, our joy, our true and only joy comes from Him. Everything else may bring us happiness or give us, you know, um, happy feelings and, you know, may bring us excitement and all these things, but those are only enjoyed because of our joy in Christ. Do you know what I'm saying? Like with, I mean, things of this world can make us happy and can bring us joy temporarily. But the true and lasting joy that I'm talking about when I say less clutter and more joy is being able to have that true joy in Christ. And when I talk about simplifying, you know, I always say the remedy for clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we desire the things of this world. And so when I talk about less clutter and simplifying, it's so that we can Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and not on the things of this world. And that's where the joy is. It's not like, oh, you have a clean house and you are a minimalist and then you'll be happy. It's really that joy should exist no matter what your circumstances are. But what happens is a lot of times clutter and things of this world, material things or mental clutter, can kind of distract us. And they kind of make us forget our true joy. Because what we do is we transfer that joy to the things. Like we think that the things will bring us joy or happiness. And they may but it's always temporary because the things of this world are temporary and true joy comes from the Lord and comes from knowing that you belong to him and not this world. So when I say less clutter and more joy, it's like I said, it's not like you can say, Oh, I'm a minimalist. Now I have found happiness. You can have joy actually with a lot of clutter in your life. You can have joy. If you have Jesus and you have tons of stuff, you know what? And you understand that joy, that's fantastic. But there's a lot of people that I have, you know, come into contact with and talked with over the years that I've been doing this ministry at simply living for him and and they're all saying the same thing. They're forgetting their first love. They're forgetting their joy is in Jesus because they are bombarded with the things of this world constantly. And, um, you know, again, it applies to the physical things or the mental things. And so I thought about this, of course, a lot while I was in Disney, because here you are completely surrounded (laughs) by stuff. I mean, talk about overload. It's, It's funny that we went to Disney and this is our fourth time there. And we told the kids, this is it. We're not going back. But the first two times, I have to say, we were completely blessed. We went one time, um, uh, Steve's boss that he used to work for many, many years ago actually brought us on a trip to Disney. Um, All expenses paid, everything. So I mean, what a blessing, right? That was when our kids were little. I didn't even have my fourth yet that was our first experience at Disney, and we were like, we will never go back again because it's, you know, it's an extravagant trip. And so the second time we went, actually, my dad actually brought us on the trip. Um, he We were just um, so blessed that he brought my sister and her family and my mom and, and then me and my family to Disney one year. So that was amazing. And then a few years ago, we ended up being able to get a really great deal on a Disney trip. <clears throat> and we went then. <laughs> and now, as you all know, that Grace is graduating. My oldest is graduating this year as her senior year. And she's like one of those Disney fanatics, you know, she just loves everything Disney. And she, um, she just is like a little girl at heart. You know, she loves the princesses and the characters and she's just all about Disney. And so <clears throat> we had promised her that we would take the family back as kind of a celebration for her senior year. And again, we got a really good deal. And my mother-in-law came with us and it was sort of like a gift for us to be able to, um, have her with us and celebrate and, uh, just enjoy the time together. So anyway, people have asked, uh, this is just an aside, but people have asked, you know, how do you go to Disney with a large family? Well, number one, like I said, part of it was a gift. And number two, um, We're not doing Christmas presents this year, which I'm so thrilled about not having to shop for people or, you know, the kids. And they're all, we're all just doing little, little things and it's going to be a beautiful time. And it's one of those things where I've eliminated a lot of the clutter, that comes with Christmas. And I already feel so much joy in being able to just celebrate Jesus and not be wrapped up in trying to find the perfect gifts because this trip was our gift, you know, and our kids um, understand that. So anyway, um, while we were in Disney, I was thinking a lot about, um, you know, they, they coin it the happiest place on earth. And I look at all these people and Everybody's there, and it really is a happy place, I must say. But I know deep down that it's not a lasting happiness. Nothing is. And you know, you come home from vacation, and whether you're at Disney or not, you come home, and there's always that letdown after vacation, and even more so after Disney because you just feel so spoiled there. But um, you know, I just look around at all the stuff and all the people, and, and I actually pray for the people as I'm walking through there that I see. And I think, you know, if these people don't know Jesus, you know, everybody's searching in this world. Everybody's looking to fill up. And I'm telling you, you can go to Disney and you can fill up. I mean, you can fill up on food, you can fill up on stuff, you can fill up on fun, right? It's all there. And um, everybody's there kind of searching for this ultimate happiness. And Disney goes out of their way to really, really try to provide you that experience. And it's a wonderful thing. But I go into it knowing that, you know, this is not um, the ultimate happiest. And this is just a family trip. And, you know, we're. All there more for the memories for us and our family. And honestly, if I had to choose a vacation, I wouldn't choose Disney. I would not choose crowds. I would not choose rides. I don't care for the rides, uh, unless it's like it's a small world and you know, all those fun little rides, Peter Pan. Um, you know, some of the stuff I do enjoy, we saw like some of the shows and parades, and you know, I definitely enjoy that. And the food is yummy. Um, but it, I don't enjoy like the crowds, and you know, I definitely don't enjoy being out from morning till night. Um, I'm definitely not that kind of gal. But you know, for the short time we were there, oh, it was wonderful. And it was great to just do something different like that. Um, however, I will tell you, there is one thing I love about Disney. I love their hot and humid weather. Oh my goodness, it was my love language while we were there. It was so hot, and I loved it. I think I'm the only one. I'm the only one in Disney drinking hot coffee at like two in the afternoon in the sun. I love it. But anyway... um, So as I walk around and I'm seeing all these crowds and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, this whole world, this is literally like this little, um, microcosm of this world that you can wrap up and say, everybody is searching. Everybody is trying to fill up. And when you're in Disney, it's like all of a sudden, yeah, eat this, eat that, you know, things you would never eat at home. We literally all came home with stomach aches. Um, and it's like, you know, all the rules sort of go out the window. And I look at, you know, the thousands of people that are there. And I'm thinking everybody's here for that same thing. They're trying to find this ultimate joy. And our ultimate joy is in Jesus. And you can fill up on Disney. You know, I told my kids, they're like, oh, we don't want to go home. And I'm like, guys, you can't live this way. Like four days was enough for me. You know, like we can't, this is not life. This is, this is not real at all. And so, you know, I go into it, you know, with that in mind, but I had to keep reminding my kids like, uh, no, this is not life. So everybody in this world, whether you're in Disney world or wherever you are, we're, we're searching, we're, um, trying to fill up and we're forgetting if we're believers and and we have Jesus and we're Christians that we don't need to keep searching we have everything we need in Jesus. And then we add on top of that, the other things. And I find that the closer I get to him, the more I don't even desire the things I used to. I don't care if my house is perfectly decorated. I don't care. I don't put that much emphasis on it. Yes, I want it to look nice, but I refuse to spend hours of time or, you know, lots of money trying to create this look. You know what? At my house is Jesus. That's that's all I want. That's the the best thing I could have in my home. Um, you know, or when it comes to um when it comes to just stuff, you know, like I said with the Christmas presents, I feel so excited already that I don't have to I don't want to say it's a burden because it's Christmas and I know that people are going to write to me and say, oh, you're you're taking out the holiday spirit because I wrote on my Instagram once that Hobby Lobby had decorations in July and I didn't like that. I felt like it was too early and boy... I don't ever get controversial posts. People were angry with me that I (laughs) I didn't like that. I was like, I'm sorry. It's just my opinion. But so as far as like Christmas, I feel like we can really just spend the morning relaxed. We're going to plan like a nice breakfast And what we did was we had the kids each do a grab bag already so that while we were in Disney, they could pick out like a little something for their person. And so they can kind of reminisce about the trip while we're um, relaxing on Christmas morning. So I feel like taking out some of the things that distract us from the true joy that we already have, we don't need to keep filling up. We don't need to spend hours like watching HGTV to try to recreate these perfect homes. My goodness, our society these days is so focused on how our homes look. Do you remember growing up that there was any kind of focus like that? No, it was before the DIY, it was before the HGTV, it was before the Pinterest. You know, you're just happy to have a home where you have your family and love. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Who are we trying to impress? you know, we can have a home that's simple without clutter. We don't need to keep collecting things. We need to be collecting moments with people. And even though we were in Disney and it was, you know, extravagant and and busy and, uh, overload of everything, um, sensory overload for sure. We were making amazing memories. So to me, you know, that is the best part of it. So you can do that anywhere. You can do that on a beach in the middle of nowhere. You can do that at Disney World. You can do that right in your home. You know, our family makes some of our uh, best memories right here in our house, you know, and I told Steve, you know, we don't go really on vacations anymore. This was actually the first um, vacation that we went on that wasn't for a speaking trip since the last time we went to Disney a few years ago. And so most of our trips have been, um, for speaking events. So, you know, I said to him, boy, it's different to sort of just take a trip for no other purpose. But then I said to him, you know what though? I don't feel the need to go on vacation because we have created a life at home that I don't want to run away from like we have a peaceful atmosphere. There's beautiful views. It's peaceful outside. Um, we have our little routines. I don't feel like I need to get away from it, which is a glorious feeling because I remember those days where um, it was like we couldn't get wait you know, for that one time a year where we used to go on a family vacation. So having less clutter, it isn't that it... it, it gives you more joy when you have less clutter. It's that you can see where your joy comes from. You can remember that your joy is in the Lord. See, what happens is when we fill up our homes with clutter or we fill up our kids' lives with clutter, right? We're giving them the new best toy or the new best gadget or the new best thing, we start to think that those things are going to provide us happiness or those things are going to provide us joy. And we start to take our eyes off of the true joy that we have in Jesus. And so when we start to fill up on anything apart from Him... We have our eyes in the wrong place. And again, we keep our, our um, mind, we want to keep our mind fixed on things above, not on things below. So like I said, it's not that having less stuff will give you more joy. It may, it, but it, I feel that it allows the joy that has been there already through Jesus to come alive, for you to really live in that place where you are content, you are content because you have Jesus and everything else is just extra. And then what happens is when you have your true joy in Jesus, you don't desire to bring in, you know, knickknacks from home goods. You don't desire to be spending, you know, useless amounts of hours on the internet searching for the perfect whatever it is for your home or spending endless amounts of time shopping or you know, focusing on the material things in this world. And uh, it would be the same for mental clutter. I talk about mental clutter a lot. There's an entire podcast episode on mental clutter, um, and i'll I'll link to that on the webpage for this um, podcast episode. But you know, mental clutter does the very same thing. Mental clutter could be anything from your own thoughts to, you know, reading. I mean, the internet these days, right? It's information overload um, to, you know, just reading too many books, talking um, about things, you know, gossip, that kind of stuff um, that aren't honoring to God. Uh, mental clutter for me, my worst mental clutter would be um, my own thoughts, definitely, because I just did a podcast episode last week about my struggle with anxiety. And so I'll also link to that in this um episode webpage. Um so my own thoughts can definitely take over and probably the internet would be the other one because since I work on the internet, I spend time on there and I fall prey to what everybody else does, you know, getting sucked into all the stuff. I do have to say that I'm very um careful about clicking on articles because I don't want to go down that road and get sucked on read, you know, sucked in on reading every different um, article. And it's got to be like a really super duper headline to to get me to click on it. But um, I do find though, that I can end up just going down that wrong road of just when you're like done scrolling, you're just like, my mind is so cluttered. I just read a million different things from a million different people. And it's hard to just sort through it all. So I had this thought today, that, as a matter of fact, when I was, um, I was off the internet, but I was thinking about, you know, how our society has just so much noise mentally these days. And I was thinking, why, why do we choose it? We have the Bible. We have God's own word. At our fingertips all the time, and I'm telling you, when I read God's word, my spirit comes alive, and that's because the Bible is alive, and it has power. But when I read it, I start to like awaken. You know, I'll I'll be like, oh, you know, I want to read more, and I want to do all the cross references and 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 you know, learn the different words, and I get really into it. And there are so many times, me and others, I'm sure don't choose it. And I don't understand why that is. Why do we choose to fill our minds with clutter? You know, articles, um, videos, um, you know, whatever it is, just Instagram, stuff like that. Um, Why do we choose to go down that road? And I'm not saying you can't go on the internet because I think there's nothing wrong with it if it's used properly. The problem is when we let it shape our thinking, we let it invade our minds. We need to protect our minds. There's a battlefield that goes in our minds. We need to protect our minds from anything that can get in there and begin that battle. And so a lot of times for me, I realize sometimes I'm scrolling around and I'm playing around and then all of a sudden I'm like feeling worse than I did when I got on it. I have never opened my Bible and spent time with God and closed it and felt worse than I did yet why do we choose it? Why do we choose to go on the internet all the time? Or, you know, to maybe, maybe you're not the internet. Maybe that's not your thing, but maybe your thing is you're binge watching on Netflix or you're spending too much time, maybe talking with people about things that might not be honoring God. You know, I'm talking about gossip, things like that. There's no place for that in our lives. Um, Or maybe it's like, like you have like what I have with the, with the thoughts, my own thoughts, but you know what? My own thoughts would be much better off if I kept them focused in God's word. So eliminating the mental clutter again, allows us to remember where our joy comes from. My joy comes from the Lord. So why am I not spending more time with him? My joy comes from the Lord. Why am I not getting to know him more in his word? And so again, it's not that you can't have joy because you have a lot of things going on in your mind, but when you clear the clutter of your mind, you remember once again where your joy comes from. So simplifying and having less clutter for me, really the purpose of it is not a material thing and it's not really an outward thing. Because like I said, you can still have a lot of stuff and have the mentality of a simple life if you realize that your joy comes from Jesus alone. And if you realize that your contentment and your satisfaction is only found in Him. Isn't that like so exciting for a world that is constantly searching and a world that is constantly looking to fill up on stuff to say, guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. There's no more searching to fill up. There's no more seeking out things, trying to fill voids or trying to fill up on um, the next best thing to make you happy. We already have it. We don't need to fill up on other stuff. When we have Jesus and we realize that, it's like, I don't care about any of that other outward stuff. I don't care what Facebook has to say. I know what God says. Isn't that amazing? So when you go into it with the mentality of my joy comes from the Lord, I am content and I am satisfied, then maybe I'll go scroll around Facebook, but I turn it off after, you know, a shorter time because I'm like, eh, I'm not interested. Your mind shifts to the things above, the heavenly things, rather than the earthly things. Your mind is set on Him and thinking, what can I do for you today, Lord? Yesterday it was, I believe yesterday, I decided for our school time, like I was not taking my phone downstairs. It was going to stay upstairs. It was our first like real full day of school. We started a little bit before vacation, but yesterday I was like, that's it. We're in full blown mode. I left my phone upstairs for the whole day. And normally I would bring it down at least, you know, I feel like in case Steve texts me or um, there's an emergency, you know, I don't know if I need it because we don't have a house phone or anything. But I left it upstairs and um, I made a conscious decision to really leave it up there and maybe check it out lunchtime and that was it. And I, I really saw such a humongous difference in just one day of like, my mind was so completely focused on school. I wasn't getting, you know, even as I'm podcasting, you might hear in the background, my phone keeps going ding, ding, it's like vibrating, right? So there wasn't any of that in the background because even if I don't check it, but I hear it vibrate, it's a distraction, is said, I'm thinking, oh, I'll have to check that in a minute. Was it Steve? Is something wrong? Or who was it? Or you know, all these things, right? And I do turn off all my notifications on my phone, except I have my texting um, on. So otherwise, I don't have Facebook notifications or anything like that, because who needs all that distraction? But I did notice that I was so much more focused with my kids doing homeschool, and I was so much more focused on just me being a homemaker, Because I wasn't looking at an article that was making me feel bad about myself because my homeschool wasn't perfect. I wasn't looking at an article that was making me feel bad about myself because I didn't have the perfect dinner prepared. I was just enjoying being who God created me to be as my kid's mother, homeschool teacher, wife, doing my thing, not even seeing anybody else's photos of what they were doing. I just felt, okay, God, it's you and me right now and my family. And you lead the way, and we're going to have a great homeschool day. And we did. We had a great day. Um, And even when it came to, like, dinner time and everything, I was so much more content just being focused in the moment. I didn't have those distractions that were sort of trying to steal my, that sort of on a daily basis do try to steal my joy. My joy is there. It's there. I have joy in Jesus. But those distractions can sort of, like, chisel away at it and and be like, no, you need more. You need to have the perfect this. You need to have the perfect homeschool. You need to have the perfect house. Um, you know, all those things, they distract you. So I'm telling you, that's going to be a wonderful, um, thing. You know, I've done, I, I normally, I have to say, I normally, um, do not during school time have the phone, uh, or the computer and checking things like that. But there have been times where I let it slip in, Um, but it was different yesterday when I really literally kept it like on the second floor and it wasn't even in my realm. (laughs) So I couldn't hear any vibrating texts or um, anything like that. So It was really out of sight, out of mind, and it was a good thing. And I spent really good time in the Bible in the afternoon, really undistracted time. Um, If you guys are following along on the Simply Living for Him blog, I have a daily scripture series where... I'm doing it right alongside with you. I'm writing out the verses. I'm reading the verses. um, I'm journaling about the verses. So head over every single day. I have um, different passages for us to look up together to write about. And um, maybe in the future, we'll even do some kind of um, video or something each day where we can discuss it. Wouldn't that be cool? I would love to do that, but I know me. I can't commit to it because I'm a homeschool mom. I got to be focused, right, on what we're doing. But maybe that would be something in the future I could schedule. We will see how that goes. Um, So, yeah, what I just wanted to tell you guys today on this episode is you have joy. If you have Jesus, you have joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit inside you, you have joy. There is joy in Jesus. However, when we allow things, whether it's physical or mental clutter, to creep in, they will try to steal that joy from you. So it's not about having less stuff and then all of a sudden you're going to hit this, you know, uh, period where, okay, now I found my joy. Or you're going to get rid of clutter and, you know, that's going to bring you the joy. It's not. It, but it allows you to live in the joy that is already there. So I hope that encouraged you today about um, having less clutter and about where your joy really comes from. And I know there are so many people in my life right now, I know, that are going through struggles and storms and uh, literal storms. I didn't even mean that as literal, but there are, you know, the the hurricane and um, people just going through hard, hard times and so my heart goes out to all of them, and I know there's many people out there um, going through difficult times, and it's easy for someone to say, oh, there's joy in Jesus, and then you're in this really difficult time. So I encourage you, if you're one of those people that are you're just at the end of your rope, you're going through a difficult time, you still have joy in Jesus because He is the ultimate satisfaction and contentment and the everlasting joy that will go beyond this earth. Because whatever the circumstances are right now on earth, no matter how difficult they are, we must remember this world is not our home. And we are living for something bigger and we are living for an eternity. And this life is just a glimpse. And yes, it's hard. And yes, it's difficult. And when we look at those things and say, Lord, I can only get closer to you. That is the only good thing I can see out of this whole mess, right? If you're in a really bad place, you can say, there is nothing good about this, but perhaps I can get closer to you, Lord. And that's a good thing. So I encourage you. I know it's hard to say there's joy, you know, when you're in those circumstances. But remember, that joy is always there. Just like when I talk about with the clutter. It's not that reducing clutter is then going to produce the joy. It will in some way. But that joy is already there. Don't let the clutter or the circumstances distract or take away from that true and everlasting joy. So I thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have any questions, any comments, you want to take this conversation further, please comment on the Facebook page or on the blog for this, um, the webpage for this episode. If you're listening on iTunes, I would be so blessed if you could rate and review the podcast, if it blesses you. Um, and that just helps me to get that message out there even more. So thank you again for listening until the next time. I wish you blessings and joy.